Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hey, guys. Good morning. Wherever you are, it is Thursday, closing out the week. Uh, Los Angeles is where I've been this entire week and last week, I believe. Um, what a great week uh, of shows. Again, I'm like kind of bummed that there's going to be a three day wait for the next one i like that people feel the uh they they like get sad they get a little sad w- with me i'm i'm getting um feedback from listeners that like on monday i have uh, you know besties writing me being like I, i'm just waiting for it to drop like i can't i it's been all weekend and it's it's just so nice i need you guys that's too. so sweet uh, and especially so nice. since we've extended the episodes yeah our episodes are way longer than i we know they're they so long <laughs> I like how we literally we've never even talked about it. Every time I just stop the recording on my end, I'm like an hour and 23 minutes. Wait, what? I, it, I was talking to someone 
yesterday, uh, who was I talking to? And uh, maybe it was Whitney. And I was like, I do an hour every day. And I go, that ain't right. I'm like, we're getting some Joe Rogan numbers. And I mean, pretty soon this is just going to be a 24 hour channel. Um, and that's what I hope to be. I mean, I literally could only do this and be very happy. I was telling Whit, I, I did Whitney Cummings podcast yesterday. Good for you. Not going to brag, but she may have said it was the best episode she's ever done uh, after we closed it out. We talked about a lot of great stuff. I just love her. I just like every time I'm with her, I just like gush about how much um, I used to fear her and envy her. And it's just nice to tell someone uh, I used to make a meal out of talking about you. And like whenever your name would come up, I would love to just like hear what people said and how they uh, justified your fame and your success. And I'd love to just hear any excuse why you are successful that has nothing to do with hard work and being good and and uh and smart and funny and all the things that are the reason why she's successful oh she's a schmoozer oh she's calculated like I've been you know I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift obviously and that's the word that Taylor Swift gets called all the time is she's too calculated and like if a man's calculated he becomes president like it's I don't mean to play the double standard thing here but it really is true women being calculated that is such a, th a thing that people don't like about Taylor Swift they say it all the time and or or like about any woman that seems to have a goal in mind and knows goes about means of getting it calculated doesn't mean you're being um like Mar Machiavellian and it's like at, at any cost I will be number one it's like it's just having a fucking goal and being like here's the steps to get to that but it has this negative connotation only really when when associated with women. I mean, I guess it's a little negative if you say, God, he was so calculated. But it's like, but he's smart. He just did it the right way. She's so calculated. Oh, she's such a like evil bitch. And and uh, it's not about her talent. It's because she she did this thing so that her fans are like uh, you. You've heard me talk about it for my tour coming up. I'm really man. I was. I have so much to say, so I'm talking all over myself. Uh, for the tour coming up, I am trying slowly to incorporate, like, uh, Taylor Swift. No, just do things that Taylor Swift has done. I'm listening to this podcast series called Every Album, Taylor Swift Every Album, and it's every single album. And it's these two smart-as-fuck writers. One woman is a uh, sports reporter. Oh, I forget her name. Um... And then the other guy, I forget his name too. He's really calculated. No, uh, they're both, he was uh, the CEO of Ticketmaster for a while. So these, and and both write about music and just super intelligent people know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, and both huge Taylor Swift fans and they just talk about her with such love and like respect. And they also know that Swifties are listening to these episodes. So they, every single episode is going through a deep dive of the album and what led up to it and what Taylor was doing on the side to, or like what led to it and just how she created herself. And um, I've talked about it before, but she was very aware that she wanted to have a special connection with her fans and that that was going to make for a lasting career and probably would benefit. I mean, I know that I feel like Taylor Swift is my friend. Whitney yesterday goes, wow, name drop, best friends with Taylor Swift. And I go, no, no, no. I, I talk about her 
like that's so cute you think I, I don't know her at all but she is my one of my best friends and then I was like that's what I do on my show is like I want my fans to feel like that too and to feel the love for them that that um I see Taylor feel when she's on stage um and yeah so I'm just trying to have more fan interactions and have more fan experiences and just bring people in and and I don't know what I'm gonna do on tour I mean it's I have to focus on it though because I've just been uh I have a bunch of people working for me for my tour and I threw out a ton of ideas and now I'm just like make those things happen and they're like well we what what exactly do you want for these things I'm like I want a big set design and they're like well what I'm like I don't know they're like what are you talking about what's the theme of your thing I'm like I don't know yet I'm gonna figure it out uh but I can guarantee if you go see me on tour it's it's gonna be good I um I've been doing stand-up a lot when I come to LA having really fun sets you know some are a little shaky but uh, it's only because I'm working on new material, figuring out what to do. And uh, I'm not worried about uh, tour. If I keep telling myself that, it might be true. It's good to be nervous. It's good to be like, oh, my God, this thing. Like, am I going to do a good job? Uh, are people going to be entertained and feel like they got their money's worth? I just I'm the only comic, I think, who feels bad that people have to pay more money to go see me when I get more famous. I just like really feel like. Oh my God, like the expectations are higher because it's someone yesterday on, um, speaking of Ticketmaster, someone on Twitter was like, hey, I got charged $25 for a $30 Nikki Glaser ticket. It's like, a what? For Ticketmaster charges, just these arbitrary charges. It's like, are, didn't we address, is this still going on? I, 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 nothing was solved. I mean, that's that's so insane. Um, and I'm sorry. And, I've, and they tagged me on it like I can do something. I'm just listening to a podcast for the, from the former CEO of Ticketmaster. I got, he doesn't even work there anymore, and uh, I don't know him. I don't know what to do there. Um, so I have no information for that. People are like, hey, the venue says that I, you, I can't bring drinks. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know. Can I be honest with all of you right now? Truly, truly honest. I do not know what cities I'm going to. I don't know when. Um, all I know is that it all kicks off July 10th in Waterloo, New York at a casino. And then July 30th, I, I only know July 30th as the second date because it used to be the first. I only know the first thing because if I look at my tour schedule, when I post my tour schedule, I like blur my eyes when I'm looking at it because I can't handle that much things. You know what I meant? Many things at once. And so I, when people are like, Oh, I can't wait to come see you in whatever I go. I guess I'm going there. I, d I don't look at it. I don't like to see ahead. And maybe that's a bad thing. And I should, I, Taylor Swift probably knows exactly where she's going whenever she's going. I can't do that because I just live one day at a time. Yesterday was a great day. Woke up to the pod. Uh, was like kind of recuperating from a traumatic event uh, the, the day prior, as you guys heard. Fashion egg. Well, there's no fashion. I haven't given you a fashion. I just like that was it. Um, and which I, I can't talk about yet. But boy, I will someday. I will tell you all about it someday. And maybe I'll tell you about it on my tour. But you can't tell anyone if you hear me. I'm going to li literally make people promise like this can't leave this room, which is a ridiculous. I really should have named the tour. This can't leave this room um, because. I want to like talk about things that I wouldn't talk about on TV where they could like find a home, but I'm sure people could film. I don't care. I have nothing to hide. 
Um, but guess what? Like everyone's checking in. All my friends are checking in on me about what happened two nights ago. And the thing that made me call Andrew at uh, 6 a.m. Uh, <laughs> or like I called him at two. The thing that made me call, I called you. Did I call you, Noah? I texted you. I don't think I called you. You texted me. Yeah, I texted you because I was like, Noah, I just feel like goes to bed on time. And then, uh, yeah, that was, but it, everyone checked on me the next day and, and even today, and I like, don't even know what they're talking about. Like that's how this morning, my biggest problem was that I'm boarding group C37 on my Southwest flight. And I am pissed because usually I'm a list preferred because Bill Maher bought, bought these tickets and I'm like, they always buy like the, the highest end ticket for the Southwest. And now I'm C37. I'm like the last person sat, which I don't mind like being last in line. And having, but I just want a window seat. And I don't know if there are going to be any available, but I have a plan. I have a $100 bill in my uh, purse, and I'm going to offer someone $100 for the window seat if uh, I can't obtain one myself. I've done it before on a flight, and I'll do it again. And it seems crazy, and but that's how important it is to me to lean up uh, upon a window. I hate the aisle. Um, but maybe I'll get lucky and just get a window. Who knows? But that was my biggest problem this morning. And I, and people are like, are you, how are you doing, Nikki? And I'm like, well, you know, C37, listen, I've done this a lot and I can do it again. And who do I think that I am that I always should get the first in line? Like there was some kind of entitlement of like, I can't fly if I'm in the, I'm, I'm a star. I should be in the aisle or I can't be in the aisle. Why? You know, I have no problem flying Southwest. You guys know that, but I I still want that A-list preferred, but it's like, no, bitch. You didn't check in within 24 hours, like, uh, soon enough. You checked in literally 0.7 seconds after the 24 hours. So you you got this boarding group C because for some reason, everyone else checked in 0.7 seconds before you. Um, and that's okay. And, and my assistant was apologizing to me because I'm like, hey, next time we need to do it this way. I'm like, being all not even passive aggressive I'm just like I just love a window and I might I might just delay my flight because I want to get a win I'm just being and then I take a sip of coffee and like wake up and I'm like what are you complaining about like who cares you might learn something being in the fucking aisle seat that you won't learn if you fall asleep on the window something might happen you know um so all good things and I really am over the other night Yesterday was so funny because I was drafting all these texts to send to further just give more to pour more gasoline on this fucking dumpster fire that was the other night. And I get to Whitney's. I am I'm on my way there and I'm drafting this giant text to send and be like, what, you know, all my anger and like, I want answers and pop, I keep you pop. And um, and I send it to, to, you know, Anya and I. Uh, no one else because I knew everyone else would say don't send it Anya's always can I just say that Anya is the friend that will always help me keep the torch going for a uh a person who or a man I should say any boys that I really like Anya will never go he's you need he's the he's worthless like get rid of him Anya will always go I yeah I think that there's like she'll help me draft something like she will always have hope and I need that in her because I have that in me um so I only asked her for help 
And then I got to Whitney's and I'm about to send the text. Thank God I didn't because we pulled up to Whitney's. I'm like, oh, I didn't have time to like really draft it out before I sent it. So I get into Whitney's and I'm like, okay, I got, I got to tell you the story so you can help me with this text. And I told her the whole story and she's like, do you want, do you want to uh, support or do you want advice? Which is like, do you want me to lie to you or do you want me to tell you what? And like advice is not really what you're supposed to ever give someone. You're supposed to say like, you should never go, you should do this. I try to never say you should. I've learned that through, you know, things that I've done that I can't talk about. Like I've learned that that's the best way to approach anything. In my experience, I have found that this works when I do this. Always talk from a point of I, uh, this has worked for me. And that way people can do, maybe can hear how it's worked for you and then do it themselves. But any like you should is not going to work for people. But Whitney did the same thing. She was like, this is how I interpret it. It's really interesting to when you are the victim of your own story, which the other night I was the victim 100%. Like I'm like, no, you know what we're talking about, right? 100%. So, yeah. Okay, so I, I, I want to say this in a way that isn't leaving out our listener because the only reason I'm not telling you guys this is because it's it's a, a it's sensitive and people could get hurt, including literally myself. So I don't want to, so I'm not trying to leave you out, but if you feel left off, I'm sorry. And, uh, but what Whitney did for me, Noah was there's a situation. The situation is I feel like I'm the victim. Like I got the raw deal. I'm the one being persecuted and uh, all these things. What, what she did, what she did, Noah was said, said, uh, Nikki, I just want you to see it. I'm going to pretend I'm the best friend. I'm the, I'm, uh, I'm a friend to the other person in this scenario, the, the, the enemy as, or, or like who, who we're personifying as the enemy. And uh, obviously I've always already been through a place of seeing, that, trying to empathize with that person and seeing how it must feel from them, their side. But I didn't really do a good job of it because I was too lost in my own of like, but me, and it's, it's, I'm the, I'm the one that's being attacked and made your breath. And she goes, honestly, Nikki, I probably would, if I was the friend to this person, I would have been like, let's do that thing. Let's go to that thing. And let's, let's confront that person. You know, like, can, can't you imagine being the friend of the person on the other side of my thing and creating a story that would make me the, the evil one that we need to a attack. And I, I saw it. Suddenly I was like, oh my God, I could so see... I could so see myself being the cheerleader of my own enemy. And if it was, a, if it was like, if this happened to you, Noah, like mm -hmm. you were the, the, in the scenario on the other side, I would be like, I would tell you to do exactly what happened to me the other night. Like I would support you and probably go with you. You know, like it, I really, she made me see it from the other side and I go, you know what? And she goes, what are you trying to get from sending this text? What do you want to know? And I go, um, well, I want to know why it took place and wh uh, wh why that pr I wasn't protected. And what? Uh, and she goes, um, I think you know what? Because uh, that person doesn't care about you. Uh, and I go, but it, but that person said they w w did, and now th their actions say they're not. And she goes, okay, so they. Their actions are what we're going off of and, and they don't. So you need confirmation on top of that that they don't care. Like when you when you really look at a text that you want to send that you maybe shouldn't, what, are you, what information are you trying to get? And don't you already have it? 
don't you already have the information? And if you if it takes that text to get the apology or to get the, what you want out of them, is that what you really want is to have to beg someone or to remind them of what it was? If someone hurts you and you're like, I want them to know that they hurt me. If they, my, oh, my therapist always used to say this. Wow, Donna's coming back in. She used to go, Nikki, if they were sorry and if they cared about your feelings, they would care about your feelings. You don't have to remind them that you, that, that how you hurt. What they did was hurtful. And if they were capable of feeling it, they're not going to feel it. You can't make them feel it. They, what, what happened to you is objectively a, a bad thing to do to someone and, and not a loving thing. Therefore, you have. If, if you go, hey, that was mean and not loving, you're not going to suddenly make them go, oh my God, I feel bad. They should have already felt it, you know, unless it's something that was completely, you know, unintentional and subconsciously hurtful to you. I understand that. But if it's something direct and it's very clear that that's like a, not a good thing, which it was the other night, was a very clear sign of like, that wasn't nice. Um, and then they don't follow up with, I'm sorry. They're not sorry. And you going, shouldn't, aren't you sorry? It's not going to make them actually sorry. It might make them say they're sorry, but they ain't. I have all my answers. I don't need further confirmation. So I, I needed that from her. And she goes, and I'm not going to let you send that before. I go, I'm going to send it even though you're saying this. And she goes, give it two days and see how you feel. I gave it two hours and I walked out of there and I go, why would I ever send that? Why would I ever have said that? And I also, I sent the text to you as well, right? No, you didn't send it to me. Oh, I would have. You would have been like, do it. Like, I, no I, way. No, really? I would say the same thing because really? it's out of anger. And she actually, like, that's a technique I learned in anger management. If you want to, you draft up the text, you let, you let it all out, and then you just let it sit there. Yeah. And then in five minutes, you go look at it again. You assess your feelings. Are you still as angry? Probably not. Say, let me wait another five minutes. Another five minutes after that. And then over time, it's like you just have a completely different perspective. It really I is. I love what she said to you. She's the best. She really is good. <laughs> she like unlocked something. And I, I can't wait to get into more details about it because it was just like, you know, when you are someone who is a public figure and by all means, like you can Google my net worth and you're like, oh, she's a millionaire and she's has she's glowy. She's on TV. She has all these friends. She's on Conan. Like, you know from the outside my my life looks pretty fucking perfect and then when the person on the other side the 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 foe my foe is not someone like that i'm always gonna look like the fucking i'm not it's gonna be hard to make me out to be the victim when i am the one that has all i have so if this became public i'm not gonna be the the little like innocent girl that i feel it's in and she's and she's right whitney was right you know, um, so I was able to empathize yesterday and really have an amazing, amazing talk with her. And then last night was so fun. I want to tell Andrew about it after uh, we get him in here. Where is that little scamp? Which corner of the room is he in? Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know, what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a 
fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. And now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. 20% off. That's freaking good. Hey, Andrew. Good, Good to morning. see you. I'm going to see you later today, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. What time what are you getting in, brah? I'm getting at 6, like 20. What time are you? I'm getting at 6.05. My mom's picking me up, <laughs> and then we're going to uh, my dad's show. Okay, well, Brenna was going to pick Brenna? me up, but I'll yeah. maybe I'll go straight to your dad's show as well. Sweet. Okay, cool. That way... So I won't wait for you. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get changed, drop off my bags, go to my dad's show. It's from seven. I mean, doors are at seven and then it's like eight to ten. Um, and by the time you guys are hearing this, if you live in St. Louis, uh, you might be able to run and get there. It's Joe's Cafe in St. Louis. Um, my dad's doing a concert tonight with his band Glaze and the Moon Kings. And there might be a special guest performance. Spoiler alert. There is. I'm going to sing and play a song on guitar. Your um, own song I, or, I perform- or Swifty? No, I wish. Blank Space. I'm going to do... Ta- I picked up Blank Space, Taylor Swift, not only because I've it, it's her Grammy performance. Um, she did like this Grammy like town hall type thing, and I've I've been playing the song. I've probably played it like 18,000 times. Andrew, you've heard it a billion times, and um, I am playing that because I just wanted to pick a song that I can get everyone to sing along so no one sees how shitty my singing, and, and I just want it to be... More, I invited my mom to sing on stage. We practiced the other day. She's like, I'm going to need to wear my glasses on stage to look at my phone for the lyrics. And I'm like, and she goes, and I don't know that that's a good look. What did she say? She said something so funny. She was Does like, she have, uh, I just don't know. Th- I just love the what? idea of her having singing glasses. Like, I got my reading glasses. <laughs> I got... <laughs> <laughs> I'm singing. She goes, I ah. would have to read the words and wear my glasses, and I'm not excited about that. I go, no one, my mom hates when I say no one cares, but true, because then she's like, then you make me feel like no one cares about how I look ever. And I go, they don't like, no one expects you to be hot. Like no one expects, no one should expect anyone to be hot. Like when do you, my mom is hot. She's beautiful. It's just like, (laughs) she she thinks everyone's going to go. I go, what's your biggest fear that someone's going to go? Julie needed glasses on stage and she looked like a dork are you scared someone's gonna like give you a wedgie and throw you in a locker for wearing glasses like who cares i know but i guess it just goes down the the rabbit hole of then does anything matter then why am i even performing why should i perform if no one cares all that stuff will probably start going through no it's not no one cares it's just you i care because it's i it'll be cute you're a good singer and it's it'll be fun no one's gonna go you know it would have been better if she wasn't bifocal during this entire performance yeah i guess my, my only right? point my yes for sure no one no one gives a shit if she wears a, a th- well a thong on stage would be hot but um right. just a thong my mom would probably blow her own head off before she wore a thong wouldn't it be great if anyone. your mom like tried to pull like a lady gaga later later in her life where she's like i'm gonna brand myself <laughs> like she goes so outside the box <laughs> that nikki glazer's I mom is wearing uh those love it <laughs> those long triangle madonna oh, tits want... <laughs> you know what i'm talking yes. about <laughs> and like thigh high boots yes. with a leotard 
<laughs> then they would take notice. I would love it. I would love my mom to have... With their singing glasses on. That kind of con- confidence. <laughs> I think she's getting it, though. My mom is really... It was really sweet. We had a really good talks this week when my dad wasn't here. She stayed longer and like we just talked about confidence and like body image and a lot of stuff like eating and uh, and addictions and like she just like picked up a lot of things and standing up for yourself, not be- being honest. And she's like, Nikki, I really you're changing me. Like she said stuff like that. She's like, I am I am different because of the things I've I've gotten from you. It was really, really sweet. And um and I made her take an eating disorder quiz because I I was talking about uh my like recovery process and she's like interested in it. And I go, Do you want to see if you have maybe a problem? We can do the checklist. And I thought she was gonna fucking get an A plus plus plus. And we went through the checklist and she's she doesn't really have an eating disorder. I thought she did. I thought everyone did. But she <laughs> I was like, You don't upset think about food constantly, uh, all the time. Like when you go to sleep and then when you wake up, like it's not your mo- only motivating thing. I assumed it was. And she's like, no, nah, not really. And I was like, oh, OK. She's like, but goodwill, I think about all the time and what kind of deals I could get. I mean, we all have our things. Uh, how's how's New York? Yeah, Andrew? it's interesting when you think uh, someone someone's is thinking what you're thinking and you <laughs> you you convince yourself so much that they're, what they're thinking and then you find out. And then, I mean, it goes back to your point of not caring about whether I should wear this or because no one cares. So, so you're, they're not thinking about you and that's okay. There's beauty in that. Isn't there like, oh, or they're not thinking what you're thinking. Like, cause that's so stressful to think what someone else is thinking as well as your, you know, your own self. I'm so right sometimes though. I mean, (laughs) you know that I am actually pretty good at reading people and no, I, I'm not saying say you're that. not. I'm not saying, but it's exhausting to even try. Like, wh- right. I was just talking to Noah about the the incident the other night that I had that I can't talk about yet. But um, I was about to like send off a, a, a furious text to like further get more answers and to confront it more to keep it going because I just want to. Yeah. Because I'm not done with it, <laughs> and then I realized that I I I truly for the first time. Imagine being, because Whitney helped me, Whitney coming. She goes, imagine you're the best friend of the foe in this. That like, imagine you're a best friend to that person. Wouldn't you go, let's go do this to Nikki Glazer? I would in a heartbeat, I would cheer this person on. I would, I would be this person's cheerleader to do exactly what was done to me the other night. So all of a sudden I go, I get it. I yeah. didn't think this person is seeing me like this terrible person who did this thing to to them and they're they're wrong they're they're right in some ways but the way they're seeing it they don't they're thinking they know what's going on with me just like I think I know what's going on with them and you can I, I mean I'm just a person that you can project a lot of stuff onto even though I don't know it's it's it, it just made me I was like oh my god I would totally bully myself in this scenario I mean and it'd be I amazing to just hear a, a conversation without emotion and just you guys kind of <laughs> I mean, it, it's just interesting. If you talked for an hour, you guys would probably come out of it going, okay, okay. You know, but we never no, do that with our- That person with- would come out of it holding my like <laughs> hair and my head that they beheaded and they'd go, okay. And they're walking down the street with my decapitated you really head. Think, that they- you really think that that would happen? I honestly think you would find common ground. I, I see. You're saying we'd find common ground. I happen to think we would not, but I don't blame 
either of us for that. <laughs> Isn't it funny that sometimes there are two people that seem to be at odds with each other and you go, well, why are these two people the one that have to bear the cross of this thing? What, who, is there something, is there a connective tissue here that isn't really playing, is just kind of watching it happen? Uh, yeah. So maybe it's not either of our problem and maybe it's a, another thing altogether. Sure. Uh, too cryptic. Um, what's going on with you? You look relaxed and there's, there, there's a vibe. Um, I am relaxed. I, I've had a great time. My buddy... Glenn, who's my best friend from college, randomly was in New York City. So I've gotten a lot of Glenn time. I went out with my other buddy, Matt. We went to this thing called, like, it's like a Soho house kind of thing where it's, like, exclusive. You you can't get in. There's 3,000 people on the waiting list. Like, and you go up, like, yeah. to the fifth floor, and it's, like, these swanky, like, way too good-looking women with like way the, too the unattractive cigar, men. Is it, bar in St. Louis? Uh, <laughs> like hot women and unattractive, but way more swanky and hip than that. Like, yeah, and and uh, Meek Mill was there, the rapper who. I, oh, yeah. I don't know. It was like it, it's kind of like. Doesn't a, he do that song that the, like that's like? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what song? <laughs> Wait, but you're singing it's like, glasses on. It's like a TikTok song. <laughs> what you know, dream and nightmares. Oh, yeah, wait- you know, dream and nightmares. No, but there's this oh. TikTok song that sounds like a windshield wiper. It's like, <laughs> I don't know that one. Yes, it's. I think it's Meek Mill. I might be crazy, but who knows? It's Meek Mill TikTok song. I hate my song. middle name. <laughs> Call that. <laughs> What's Meek Mill's m- middle name? <laughs> Meek. Uh, uh, I can't even think of anything that would be funny with Mill. Something Mill. Uh, he looked Dorothy like a star Ham? though. He had more Meek uh, Dorothy Hamill. Dude, can you imagine wearing a million dollar worth of chains on your neck and go out and like, I just love it because, you know, he's, you know, wearing a baseball cap, t-shirt, jeans, and then a million dollars on his neck. I would (laughs) feel so uncomfortable. I put on the chain that was $30 that you gave me and I feel uncomfortable. I just, I can't, (laughs) I mean, the confidence it takes to wear a million dollars. it's insured so much though. (laughs) Oh, you think that's what you would be worried about? Yeah, so they don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. I I mean. think I'd get shot. I feel like I get, it's like when girls, when women wear engagement rings that are like $60,000 when they're walking around by themselves, it's just wild to me. Like I just Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I never even think about that. Um Yeah, but I, I I feel like rings aren't as valuable as when you buy like they're like a new car. They depreciate as soon as you Oh, like, do they? Uh, it, I thought I didn't know that. I mean, I, I think if you try to resell an engagement ring, it's gonna knock <laughs> off at least twenty percent immediately. I, I mean I could be wrong, but I I, I definitely I just uh yeah, I these swanky oh, clubs, man. they're nice, but Thinking about. N- no one talks to each other. Everyone's in their own little pod. Everyone's like, COVID's over. And it's just six people all sitting in different pods. No one's talking to each so other. So there's no, how do you, but then once people drink, they start mingling. That's the thing. Alcohol makes bit, everyone yes. like so much more able to, to, to fraternize, fraternize. Oh my God. Someone called me out the other day so hard for saying take for granted. And I'm take so sorry. Granted. No, I said, no, I said take for granted. I said take for granted. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
so oh embarrassing. <laughs> Wait, wow. In what context? I don't know. I was saying take for granted, and I said take for granted. <laughs> oh, my God. I, maybe I was talking about countertops. I don't know. Uh, but that was humiliating, and thank you for catching me. A few people said that you, I don't even know how to say this word. I, I forgot how they were post-humorously. Post, Posthumous? No, Yeah, but apparently you don't say it that way. Do you know how to say I think it? It's no? posthumous. Posthumously? Oh yeah, it's posthumously. Yeah, um, that's when a when a when a possum dies. What what <laughs> happens after is his after he gets hit by the car is any everything posthumously. Um, it's a possum yeah, I mean, obituary. Like, I uh, Wait, what, but yeah, I said posthumously. Every. Everyone says that. No, they don't say that because you're saying posthumously is is <laughs> what we're doing. We're laughing at the way you pronounce is what we do after you mispronounce posthumously. God, I Look, everything take sounds it wrong. For granted, what I <laughs> wait? Can no I tell you what I did last talk. night? Of course. Last night, I uh, went to do a show Supernova at um, in L.A. The one that I love. It's my last night in town. And then uh, Jeff Dye was on the show, my friend Jeff Dye, and he was going to some gig in the valley, like deep valley. And uh, he goes, it goes, it's deep. And I go, I'll go. I got nothing to do. And um, so I, I, we went to, I don't even know where we went. We drove like 40 minutes in the valley. We go to this bar that is a, <laughs> it's a Matrix slash Alice in Wonderland theme bar. It's called, I forget what it's called. Fuck. I should look like it up. Like the party so, was or the actual bar is like all the time. The this bar theme. is themed and it's been around eight years and it has <laughs> wacky like giant chairs like Alice in Wonderland chairs and it was like all black lights and there is a stage up in this like nest at the very top uh, in the front and the, the people were so drunk. It was just like, you know, bar locals having a good time. Um, and I walked in and it was just like, it reminded me so much of doing stand-up comedy back in the day, uh, you know, in the, before the 2007 to 2009. And there it is, the rabbit hole. Thank you. The rabbit hole. Where is it? it uh, West Hills, California. Was he, on was, he close, was he closing, like doing 45 minutes or was it just like a... No, he was just doing a spot. I don't even un understand why he <laughs> was doing this show. Does he live out why there? No, oh, yeah. no. I mean, I he lives in the valley, but not that yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. So you go um, deep into this rabbit. But he hole. was like, "I gotta go do this gig," and I. Go, he goes, "Let's hang out after," and I go, "No, just let me go." And I think he was like, "Oh, you're gonna not like it." I go, "I know what this is. I don't care. Let's just go." And I'll tell them you're bringing. He's like, "But I, I don't want to be late." And I'm like, "You're not late. You're the only star in this show. You can go up whenever you want." So. He's like you. He wants to like get to a show early and like scope it out. And I'm like, it's a bar show. You don't need to scope it out. You have to wait for me to get off stage and then we're going. And so we went and uh, did you go? It up? was it was so it was a good hang. We went. It was just like a bunch of like comics I haven't really met before. And we're all hanging in this. And also like Fraser Smith, a guy that's been around forever. It was like a good Valley comic hang. I, I was so reminiscent of the old days. I like felt young again. It was so fun. Except I usually would have been blackout drunk at these uh, kind of things in the past. I was like, there's something different going on here. I would go, oh, I can see it clearly. And I don't want to stay all night, you know. And um, so I'm there and we're back. In like behind the building the, the green room is like the back lot kind of thing and all these comics are hanging out it's fun and uh one of the comics tino a guy named tino had a uh guitar he was a guitar act and um 
I'm sitting there and we're all, he gets off stage and I go, can I like play your guitar? And he's like, sure. And I start playing it. And he was so nice. He was like, you're good. It was like, how long you been playing? He's like, gave me all the compliments I've been like dying to hear from, from my dad. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, wow, like you, you're, you're like, he was like, you don't seem like a, like you, you have, you, you've got it. Like you're, this is, you've got a foundation that is clearly like you're cut out for this. It was just like very, very nice. And then I was like, can I like play us? I go, I kind of, I have to perform tomorrow night for the first time with a guitar on stage and sing. And I was like, what if I just like not, I, I what if I do it tonight? I was like, cause I'm going to do a set. He already had a plug in and everything. And I was like, can I play your guitar? And um, he was like, sure. And I was like, okay, this will be so funny. Cause I don't, these people are wasted. They all had their phones in these little like yonder cases. Um, yeah, the, the club owner goes, and they're yondered up in there. And I go, what What does that mean? He's like, <laughs> I go, what are we all on, are they all on a drug or something? They're all yondered. So you, but they all had their phone in cases. No one could film it if it was terrible. And I go, um, okay, I'll do a set. So I went up there. I did a set up in this like loft area. I did comedy. I like, did stand up, talked about molestation. And then I was like, guys, now I'm going to play a song. And this is really embarrassing. And I know no one wants it, but I'm, it's going to be blank space. And I want you to all sing along. You know that song like, so it's going to be forever. And they were like, oh, yeah. And I was like, if you know it, please sing it. Pull it up on your phones. And they were like, we're yondered. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't get it out. So, okay, <laughs> we'll just guess. And then Je I go, Jeff, will you come sing with me? And Jeff comes up and he has his phone. And so we're, we're both singing. And I, I got to play guitar and sing for the first time in my life. I'll show you the picture of it. Uh, I'm so excited about it. It was, it wasn't great. Like I fucked up a lot, but it's just nice that tonight is not going to be my first time. Like literally last night was like the first open mic I did. Isn't that so cute? Oh, that is cute. It was so fun. Like seeing myself on stage with the guitar is like, I got a picture sent to me of us, of me playing. It was just like, it made me Who so happy. It's like all I've ever wanted. Someone that was at someone, <laughs> one of the managers or something. And, uh, it wasn't yonder. I, yeah. I just felt like exactly like I felt when I first started stand up of like that wasn't like the best set of my life like in terms of I am I'm an open I'm like an open mic comic well, yeah. again. I'm a, a new artist it's I was like so fun like maybe, to feel that way of like oh my god it's my first open mic you could do some music open mics instead of stand up and like maybe go under like an alter ego and wear a mustache and go in there and I am play. going to do that I think <laughs> yeah yeah just put Why my not? hair up in a baseball cap I, I might um, but I and I wrote a poem yesterday for the first time ever uh, about my feelings and might and I am a fucking good lyricist I gotta say like yeah you're a I writer am, I'm not coming at this as like I know I didn't know though I didn't know I come on some might Ow. say I'm a poet and I didn't know it uh, well, but I wrote poetry yesterday and I like I I and it wasn't it didn't feel what's icky. it called it feel like taking for granted it should be <laughs> what's it called do you have a name i didn't write a, a title and i didn't finish it i just wrote can we hear it or no lines. can we hear two couplets hold on one second let me go get it and see i know if this is, is vulnerable but yeah let's <laughs> it is but you know what i'm in that state right now hold on a second oh this is great <laughs> here we go <laughs> oh god okay hold on let me just see come on shakespeare uh <laughs> nikki uh, nikki nikki uh, wait, nikki hold on, nikki uh okay 
Oh, I don't boy. because here's the thing: is like anything. It's almost not poetic. It's not like um, I am what's a it called? It's, it's, no, 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 no. It's not that it's, it doesn't rhyme or anything. It's not like a man from Nantucket or anything. It's like it just uh, <laughs> had a plum that he fucked. It's not like I'm talking in a lot of metaphors. I'm talking a little bit like uh, but I knew if I did, but if I did. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. But of course you didn't listen because you wanted my permission to break someone else's heart. It's pretty good. Well, that kind of rhymes. And then at the end. It- well, yeah, I said, uh, well, because that's just like a part of it. But I liked that little permi- listen permission and like that to to. It was pretty much like you didn't stay away because you I asked you to stay away and you there, it, permission listens pretty good. But it was just like. It was a way for me to process, like, it's, I might not do anything with it, but I didn't feel stupid doing it, and I really felt like when I am doing something sincere, I feel so icky usually, and this is the way I felt about masturbation, like, I had to, like, ease into it, and to get to the point where I was really comfortable with it, and didn't feel like, what are you doing, you're alone, and doing this thing that, like, is, like, too many feelings, and now I'm like, okay, I can do it anytime I want. Like, I don't think about, I don't get embarrassed at all about masturbating or feel guilty or feel weird. Um, and so that's, I well, got to do that like, with poetry. Essentially, it's and like, hopefully, I won't need 18 power tools to get it done. <laughs> well, just look at it like journaling, but like, but you know, in less word economy or better word economy. Wait, and I want you to write a, a poem. I, I could write a, a poem right poem. now. I could do a sincere no, poem. No, it's going to be funny though. It's no, not I would do it. I could do it from the heart. No, you can't. We got to get to the news. Give me a topic or I'll do anything. No, because I I just don't believe you. Okay. Okay. uh, Write a song about um, how much you love your nephew. Okay. Yeah. A poem Um, about your nephews. Augie Leo. Or Glenn. I'll do my nephews. Okay. Augie, Leo, Sid, and Teddy. Um, I love you dearly. Um, Although I don't have my own, I feel like you are. Um, even though we are not close and you are far, you're still so, uh, you're still on my mind. I keep you on my phone now to think of you all the time. And, um, one day, hopefully you'll meet one of your cousins when I put a baby up in the oven of someone. Are you telling us you want to have kids, Andrew? I don't know. Maybe. It Do just you felt... want kids? Is this something you've realized? <laughs> I don't know. You, you know oh you my gotta, God. You get... <laughs> what? Andrew, we have a podcast, dude. Please do not go having kids yet. Are you starting? I mean, you can. I can't control that. But I have to say, like, watching Andrew's Instagram stories this weekend from when he was hanging out with his nephews kind of made me feel like... I feel I think Andrew's into fatherhood. No, I'm into ah. unclehood. I, I'm not there yet. I'm not. I'm really not. But, you know, yeah. it was nice. Hmm. It's nice seeing. I always think about the Schumer joke know. of like, you'd be a great mom. She's like, yeah, I'd be a really great prostitute too. But that doesn't mean I have to do it. Yeah. People are always like, you'd be a great mom. I'm like, I would kill it. I know, but I don't <laughs> want to do it necessarily. All right, let's get to the news. You'd kill Let's it. Get out right. of our feelings and into the news. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. That was sweet, Andrew. Oh boy. Oh, thank you. Uh, I hope you're. Uh, apparently, I didn't say have all the swells yesterday, and I. I no. What? 
I don't know. I could have swore I said it. Someone called me. I out. think you did. Okay. Well, oh that my person. God. We need to delete that episode. That we 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 can't even even have that out there. <laughs> well, I hope you're having a great time. And all the swells again. All the swells. Okay. We all know this story, boy. It's a hot one in the news. Britney Spears asked a judge <laughs> to remove her conservatorship and says, "I'm not here to be anyone's slave." Have we seen this, Nikki? Did you read? Boy, what? I listened to the whole thing. Did anyone listen to the whole thing out there? It is gnarly. This girl is, they've put an IUD in her and won't let her get it taken out so that she can't have kids. She is forced to work seven days a week. She was in a, I mean, she really, it's so funny. The Save Britney people were right all along. Yeah. And, uh, she is being held captive. She's being forced to work. She's being... She's paying people to keep her enslaved. She pays people to the it's 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 wild. Yeah. What came out that like that recording? I hope that she gets what she wants. There's no reason this woman she she they can say whatever they want about her. She had her episodes, but she talks about being on meds and they put her on lithium and changed her meds. Like she just feels like a, a, it's 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 awful to hear and you know yeah, there was that quote about I her. Know. I kind of was rolling my eyes about yeah. the free Britney thing. It's like she's a pop star. She has everything going. She's for in her. a big like, why house. Why can't we focus on like? Yeah. Yeah, she has this hot boyfriend. No, she's she truly was is trapped, and now people know the truth. It really, uh, it all, it all adds up. And she, you should listen. People should listen to those recordings because she's very articulate in them of what she's going through. And uh, what are some other quotes? Well, that that's the thing. It? Like, I feel like she's so articulate where she'll like she'll take it to a very dark place which i think what it does to the judge is makes the person seem crazier than they are because the analogies they use does that make sense like like what she's de- mm-hmm. like she's definitely going through it but then like comparing it to uh okay i don't know I, i'd have to read some of slavery these you mean slavery um well working to being and not... sex trafficking like I, tra- oh yes sex i mean that's the only she's she's right though those are the i'm not saying the, she's the wrong work schedule saying, she has yeah, is yeah. only comparable to and and to people who are being pimped out and who have no um auton- autonomy over their own lives and work schedule and there's no she's not being protected she works uh she was working like 10 hour days, seven days a week. And she, she, there's a clip of her on stage with 102 degree fever in Vegas. And she says she has 102 degree fever. I mean, she, she's not allowed to take days off. She, uh, it's, it's, she's like, I honestly want to, I honestly want to sue my own family. Like I, she's like, I probably should sue them all. Like I loved, she seems angry, but she seemed measured. Yeah. And you know, Brittany's always talking. She, she doesn't, she didn't get like a formal education and she, She's a, someone, a voracious reader, I know that, but she she talked like a pop star yes. that was a child star. Uh, but for me, uh, based on most of the stuff that I had heard from her on her Instagram, I found her to be much more mentally sane and uh, making cogent, like, uh, I don't know, points that I wouldn't have expected from the Britney Spears I know on Instagram. And that's because the Britney Spears on Instagram uh, probably was on uh, drugs that she was being forced to take, and yeah, I, I mean, know, I have I'm Instagram. Just, I'm really happy this I, is coming out, and I don't know why it came out or what it what it is. You know, I'm well. She finally met with the judge, the judge that didn't listen to her a few years ago, apparently. And then she says, 
that that are, apparently her her dad makes sixteen grand a month off of her. I think it would be more than that. That's I mean, that's just I guess time. what's on the books and what he's who knows what else he's taking. Yeah. Also, he probably has access to all the cars and all the other shit. Uh, yeah, she was She's in not Vegas. Not allowed to get married. She's not allowed to have kids. Yeah. Uh, the, the idea that they will not let her go get her IUD out, which she calls an ID, is right? wild. She's like, I. I have an ID in my, they put in an ID and it's just like, mm, it's an IUD, but that's fine. She says that a couple times. It, that is so insane to me that she's not, I had an IUD and there's no way to get it out unless a doctor goes in. Like that poor girl, she wants to have kids. She wants to get married and all, and she's, she really is a, a, a prisoner. Yeah. It sucks. And they have total control. What's of her relationship her with her current kids? Do we even know? I think she has, uh, you know, she has, she can visitation and stuff like that, I think. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, if it's that's very strained sad. and she's not, we don't see how, you know, how she's being a mother to those kids. People. So would you try to keep her away from having, for to save herself? You know what I mean? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm sure it's that's like, what they're saying is that yeah. if she's not able to take care of her own money, yeah. then why should she be able to have kids? I mean, I'm sure it's all that. But it, bottom line is, it just sounds... It's it sounds like a, a bad bad situation and for sure it should be illegal. So I hope uh, I hope that there's something's gonna happen with it. I can't wait to hear her whole story. She's gonna really talk when this all comes out. It's like she has a lot more to tell, and I can't wait for the Oprah interview. Next story. Uh, a recent survey confirms that we are work junkies, working on vacation during parental leave, even while sick. Some percentages here: eighty-two percent of people work while on vacation. 70% answer calls from clients or colleagues while on vacation. 42% take vacation days specifically to do work. 40% work on sick leave. Wow. 37% work on okay, vacation. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll keep going then. Um, 80... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, is this, a, uh, this isn't a surprise to me. I honestly think that number is low, 70% working on vacation. With smartphones, I mean, emails just keep on coming. How, how do you avoid it? And you can do that little email that bounces back and says, I'll be out of the office, but everyone knows you're getting the email and that you're probably going to respond to it right after that. Also, it's vacation's like a, boring as fuck. Like work sometimes is it's kind of fun to answer a couple of emails. Our work to is get, fun. Yeah. But I think even like regular people, they just they want to feel like they're still important even on vacation. You know what I mean? Like like I was talking to someone about like if you had a hundred million dollars, could you just move down to the Bahamas and live on the beach? Kinda like when we were in Cayman, you know? Imagine mm -hmm. doing that without ever talking again on a mic or just living yeah, well, eating we a coconut work, every but day. But I understand yeah. that I understand that. Because work for that's why I do a podcast every day. Because even on days where I have nothing else, at least I did a podcast that day. Like I, I can't go a day without doing something productive to give me the self esteem I need to not want to kill myself. Yeah, like I need, I need to have put in work so I deserve the fun I'm having. Uh, vacations I can only really sink my teeth into if I've really come off a stretch of like the hardest work ever, and that's bullshit. You should be able to just like enjoy yourself and not need to have earned it and uh and not need validation of oh i i i did i work today so that means that i am uh deserving I of this, love or this pina yeah, colada like you, yeah. you, or just <laughs> self-esteem like you need to be working to feel like you matter and that uh, you're contributing i mean 
especially men. I mean, that's a thing you find out in all these relationship books is that a, a man like needs to provide and like have a sense of like he's working to feel his best self, like his sexiest and to feel like a man. He like has to work and uh, like gather sticks or whatever that's biologically based off of from. But I. I, I I love working and I definitely am a, a workaholic for sure. I mean, I hear some of my friends that do like real estate and stuff. They're like, I got to do a work call. They're always like, I got to get jump on a call. And then I hear the call and it's like, hey, Dave, how do you play golf? Oh, great. Sweet. You get the numbers. <laughs> I got the numbers. All right. See you later. And they're like, whoa, got to do another two of those. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Not oh, another work call. It's like shut Not up. Another brief social interaction in which you get to. <laughs> That's really funny. I. Uh... I mean, it's I just funny. It's like those. the idea like, of what I, it works. Sometimes I yeah. go like I'm yeah. just on rolling calls, and I I don't count that enough. I'm like or podcasts. Sometimes I don't count because I'm like it's fun. I need work to mean like it's painful. Yes, and it just doesn't have to be. But uh, yeah, we are. We're workaholics. People retire and they don't know what to fucking do with themselves. I would not be able to retire. My dad retired. I, I mean, and then and got and, and then still, worked again. Like he he was like, yeah. I'll just do stocks all day, and then he ended up back in the hospital working in the hospital weekends, just to feel like you're important and to feel like well, he does important work, but it's just like I don't know. You just can't and just, to fill your fucking day. Yes, the to, days are know. so long. <laughs> These are really long and uh, and then you get into some like behavior that can just become like, you know, you'd start drinking too much. You start just like watching too much TV and just like you just don't feel good. And so I need work to kind of like frame my life. But I do look forward to like retiring someday and just having birds, you know, and like my birds are my work. Like your work can shift like you can go yes. up and have a garden. You can work around the house like little projects and your work can shift to things that are actually enjoyable and that you care about. And hopefully your work itself is, is that, but um, yeah, the fact that we have smartphones work never ever stops. And um, well, that's the other thing that's too. That's really unfortunate. Can you, can you retire and then just work on your garden without recording it on Instagram? Like, you know what I mean? Or can you, <laughs> could we just retire, throw our phones away? If you want like the Bill Murray way, you could write me a letter. I'll be in Arizona. You got to send it to a bird yeah. and it'll fly to me. No, like, if I have a bird, I have, I have birds. <laughs> I don't know that I'll need to post about them. Like I really feel like it, the things that I love most, I don't need to post about like family. Like when I'm having a really good family moment or romance, like, I hope I hope my ideal retirement is like being with someone I love and like having a really nice place to like read and like be around animals and like have my friends over. I want to live close to friends. I just want I want to be in a retirement home with a bunch of my friends and birds. Hell yeah, dude. It's like going That's back to goal. college. I we have to get to the sports, but I got to be honest with you. I got to go to the bathroom. The coffee has surged through me. Can we take a quick break? Yeah, and then dump. Right yeah, a little back. dumpy. You don't know. I didn't say that. I mean, it's coffee. <laughs> it's coffee's water. Do you got a balcony there? Balcony. Balcony. Be what right if back. You shit on the balcony right while balcony. I hang out in the bathroom. All right, here we go. There she goes. <laughs> <One sec. laughs> bathroom break. <laughs> oh, Nikki, you took the mic in with you. Oh God, this is a big shit. Oh boy, I drank all the coffee and now I got a shit. Oh. Pfft. 
Starbucks. Oh, shit. Oh, I got too much stevia. Oh, Man, this is embarrassing. This is going to ruin my brand. Oh, I ate too much brand. Oh, <laughs> Are we going to keep that, Noah? <laughs> what I miss. I did a live play of my play of you pooping. <laughs> oh my God, please keep it in. Wasn't that fast? I mean, that was wild. Yeah. What did for you, me too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I envision when you poop your legs going up in the air and like a woo? <laughs> that one kind of was like that. Let's get to the sports moment now that I've cleared my dugout. Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. Oh, she sounds more thrilled than ever, folks. Oh. <laughs> the Warriors head coach Steve Kerr says that Kevin Durant is more gifted Steve Kerr. than Michael Jordan. He's more gifted than Michael Jordan, which is wild to Whoa. say. As you know, basketball fans love ranking their top five. It's like their whole thing. It goes Jordan, Kobe, LeBron. Like they they like want to mm. kill each other over this. Like top right? five. Oh the my ranking? god. It's wild. Okay, and now he's putting Kevin Durant above Jordan. Which yes. everyone I feel like Jordan tops everyone's list, no? Jordan's number one on on I would say eighty percent eighty five percent of lists. Uh, is anyone putting Kobe or is it like uh There's Kobe heads out put, there. I mean, but Kobe right? literally like copied his game from Jordan. The thing is, mm. is people it's not just about There's how no good, Kobe without Jordan. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean Kobe oh, wow. copied okay. like how Michael Jordan talked. I mean he went with this low voice mm. and you know how they pause and they're overthinking about shots. You know, <laughs> like, mm. what, oh, you know, oh, what do I think about that rebound? They talk like that. I mean, I don't know how you, you got to, it's like, that's, that's a choice to like, yeah, I think they probably have a publicist that goes, hey, talk slower in a lower register to sound more important. But anyways, um, they also take, take into account what era you play in. So like Will Chamberlain was this guy. Have you heard of him? He's the guy to fuck like Oh, yeah, 3, he had sex women. with like 30,000 women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what a bad. <laughs> those, actually, those are only sports stats I know. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. It's got to, you know what? And there's got to be some other basketball players who are, deal, are who are flirting with those kinds of numbers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, that's who I rank as the ones that fuck the most. <laughs> who do you think? Who, what? Okay, what They're athlete do you want to fuck the most? Maybe we'll put that out there. Can you think of your top? Okay, top five Nikki Glazer athletes that she would want to fuck. I don't. You know what? Whenever I'm at a sports bar, I always go, "Who's that? <laughs> Who's that?" Like, uh, there are so many hot athletes. Um, I don't know. Let me start paying attention. And I'll put together a list. But off the top of my head, Tsitsipas is so hot. Wait, who? The Greek tennis player, Tsitsipas. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Isn't he like... He could pass all over my Tsitsis. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. So great. I mean, I think he's real... He I, he is one that I was like, oh my God, I want him to win because he's hot. Um, it's such a like random... John Daly, 1986. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did like that John Daly doc we watched. Dude, John Daly. I will say, you know who I am very attracted to? Uh, Steve Kerr. Uh, when Steve, he was yeah. on, um, holy shit, when he was, uh, first of all, he was hilarious 
in that one when he was like honoring Jordan at some yes. uh, thing it, 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 in that documentary. What was the documentary called? The fucking um, she, uh, Michael Jordan documentary that everyone loved. Thank I don't, you for we watched granted, it last year. I, think. I, I was obsessed. <laughs> I'm done with that. I. <laughs> It, it, what I was it called? The last Kirk. dance. He was so hot dance. and like cool, and now I love that he's like saying that uh, Jordan isn't isn't the goat. Why? Why do you think Kevin Durant is in your top five of basketball players you'd like to fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could suck his dick without on my tippy toes, which is pretty cool. Um, Who do you think's the hottest? Oh, you want to look like Dustin po- Poirier? <laughs> That's who you want to look like more than anyone. No, no. I mean, I mean, who's the hottest athlete? Who's right? that one guy that I follow, Andrew, that you were like, oh, yeah, you like him. I follow oh, him and I don't even Jimmy know. Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I he's mean, he's fucking gorgeous. He shouldn't be yeah, allowed to yeah. be athletic as well. You know what I mean? Like, he's mm, he's got dimples right. everywhere in all the right places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that dick dimple. <laughs> He's got that dick, dick, that double D, boy. No, John, I mean, I yeah, no, there's so many. Uh, Kevin Durant, he's 6'11". He can shoot wow. threes better than anybody. I mean, well, he's top, like, 10 in everything he does. Like, he scores like no other person has ever scored before. He's been around forever, too, right? Like, I've been hearing his name forever. I would couldn't pick him out of a lineup, though. Well, Michael Rappaport released DMs that he sent him. Uh, privately calling him uh-huh. like uh like essentially like kind of homophobic kind of stuff but not like just like you get you know whatever however yeah, they just talk report being yeah no no outrageous. kevin durant sending him to Rappaport, and then Rappaport released him oh. publicly on his instagram and so that was a whole oh. thing kevin okay, durant's yeah, also I, the guy that had his own he made his a uh, uh, a secret twitter <laughs> page oh oh that was so bad i heard about that oh that was embarrassing so like sometimes celebrities will make a fake account to then promote like to like you have one on reddit say nice things no but i don't go nikki glazer is the greatest of all time i don't talk about myself on there ever Yeah, no, but he was he combating accidentally logged trolls. in. He thought he was logging into his fake account, and it was his account, and he, like, tweeted in support of himself. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, it was bad. It, that's not a good look. It's hard to be ranked in the top five in basketball when you get caught with a secret Twitter account. What did he say that it was? Um, I want to see this tweet, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to look it up. I forget exactly how he got caught, but it was not. Hold on, I'm going to look. Yeah. Fake account. God. And by the way, I could not find that windshield wiper song. That's th- that really I can't believe it's the wheels okay. on the bus. Kevin Durant though. apparently tried to use a fake Twitter account to defend himself and slam the thunder. Kevin Durant appears to. Oh, my God. On Sunday, someone tweeted at Durant. Give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. Durant or whoever was running his Twitter, Twitter account that day decided to respond. Judging by the use of a third person in his tweets, it appears Durant had meant to use a fake account to make it look like a random fan was making his comment. He wrote, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. KD can't win a championship with those cats. And he did it from his own oh, account. Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah. The tweets in question have since been deleted from Durant's account. This is in 2017. And uh, that is humiliating. And um, that's why Michael you know. Jordan's better than him. Because Michael Jordan wouldn't be caught dead on Twitter writing his own 
even on his I own. I will page. say though, Michael Jordan probably is the type of guy that does talk about himself in third person, and he means it. You know, like oh god, yeah, Michael Have Jordan you ever doesn't done do that. that. You know, have you mean? ever done that? Where how do you it, get to that point of celebrity where you go, you wake up one morning, and you go, it's time. Andrew Collin is going to say Andrew Collin had a good game. Andrew Collin played his best. Andrew Collins' teammates weren't there for him. But hey, Andrew Collins yeah. just one man, but Andrew Collins happy with where he's at. But Andrew Collins going to try harder tomorrow. That's what Andrew Collins does. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I think I've been caught doing it, but I was doing it in a funny way. And someone's like, are you talking in third person? I go, yeah, because it's like for, it's added for the joke. But that is a, a ridiculous way to talk. And it's, you know, it always reminds me of the Seinfeld episode of like, Jimmy likes Elaine. <laughs> Elaine thinks that this guy is talking about another guy. That she has a crush on at the gym. And uh, this guy, Jimmy, comes over and is like, hey, Jimmy likes the way Elaine, uh, the cut of Elaine's jib. And Elaine's like, really? He does? He's like, Jimmy likes Elaine. Jimmy wants to take Elaine out. And he, she's like, really? She thinks he's talking about this guy that he's like speaking for. But then it turns out it's him. And she's like, you're Jimmy? And he's like, yeah, J- Jimmy likes Elaine. It was like, Jimmy, is, Jimmy. It was so funny. Oh. Uh, let's get to listener mail. It's Thursday. We get to go through your voice memos and your DMs and uh, emails. As always, you can leave us a voice memo at uh, Nikki Glazer Pod uh, at the link in our bio on Instagram. Let's hear from Anonymous. Hey team, I'm sending you guys this little cheeky voice memo from Australia. I just wanted to say a huge massive thank you for the potty. I've been listening, I was listening to the You Up podcast first and now listening to this one and it's so good. I understand it's free so I'm very grateful that you guys put this out for us and there's so many episodes. Mm. Um, Nikki, I just wanted to say a big thank you for correcting Andrew on his enunciation and pronunciation of words. Because we do say words slightly different here in Australia, it is very helpful for mm. us to understand what he is saying. Um, Andrew, you're doing a great job, Nikki. Thank you for getting him to where he is today. Uh, also, I wanted to let you know that I definitely started from episode one. I'm a little bit late to joining this game because I deleted all my socials Um and missed out on when it started so i'm a bit late to joining the game started Started from episode one i know you keep saying join him whenever i have autism i'm not going to join him wherever i have to go one through to whatever episode you're up to now um so i will get there uh this is going to stop soon and i'm talking way too much but i just want to say huge thank you love your work all three of you you've absolute bomb.com thank you so much all the swells peace out all the swells oh my god Thank you. I love an Australian oh, accent. Australia. Oh, it's, so, it's just so crisp. Like, it makes me feel like biting into a fucking uh, Fuji apple. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, it's, uh, oh, I love it so much. Oh, the potty? Uh, and I love that. She, called the potty? The, the potty. Yeah, I can't. Uh, God, I was trying to, like, hear her voice so I could do, if I, if I go there, wait, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> At first it sounded British. And then, but I I can only do um, an Australian. No, no, no. Wait, no, 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 no. You just say like the last part of a no. You just, no, no, no. It's just it's so crisp. I love it. Um, I love that she dropped. I'm autistic, so that ain't gonna happen. Where I'm just gonna jump in. I get that girl, completionist. Um, I'd love to know what kind of autism you have. Or what, how you got diagnosed. I'm always very interested in that. It reminded me a lot hearing her voice and then saying, hearing her just like say that she has autism, just so like, yeah, it's just a part of who I am and like very like 
you know, I, I love it. I love it to be normalized like that. But it reminded me a lot of Love on the Spectrum because oh, that was shot in, I think, New Zealand, maybe Australia as well. But they all had the Australian accent. And they all were like, you know, all the girls on that show, most of them were very quirky and just like, yeah, I have autism and this is how it manifests. And it's just so fascinating. I can't wait for Love on the Spectrum yeah, again. I kind of, um, I loved how blunt yeah. she was about how I, I speak like shit and how I owe everything to you. It was pretty cool. You know, like autistic people aren't really dabbling in uh, untruths. You know, they just say what yeah. they they can't really lie. It's not like they yeah, can't lie. They just don't that. see the point in it. They just are what they are. And I love that someone with autism, if, if we are attracting autistic listeners, we're doing something right because there's an authenticity to people with autism that I uh I, I want to like have as well and and I really appreciated that thank you so much we didn't get your name but um anonymous autistic beautiful bestie in Australia thank you for listening and I am so you uh, can you listen on like double the speed so you can zip through them that's just a lot yeah, of time girl I can't wait for up. her to hear this call out in six years <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, this is from Leah. Uh, this is a DM we got. I just listened to yesterday's ep episode talking about celeb encounters. Two years ago, I saw you in Starbucks behind Rockefeller with Anya, and I was such a fan, and I, did, I wanted to tell you that, but I didn't want to bother you. I knew you would have been so kind, but I chose not to. I still regret it, but since then, I made it a point to go up and tell people that I revere and appreciate all the work they uh, to, to tell people that I revere them and appreciate all the work they've put out from that I've met a lot of kind people I look up to I'm so happy you're back doing your pod and I can't wait to see you on tour PS now whenever something happens or I fuck up I remind myself of you saying do you think you wanted that to happen I made a mistake at work and instead of getting really upset and mad at myself I remembered I didn't want it to happen and not to go to self-loathing so thank you for everything yes yes it worked that is huge did you want that did you want to do that no you didn't you didn't want to say that weird thing that you're saying up in bed going why did i say that to the person you didn't want to if you would have like you didn't want to take you a, a shit on the copy machine it just happened you did you didn't want to and so when you make up just if you didn't mean to do something and it's, there's wasn't intent behind it really let yourself off the hook because you, you don't know why that thing popped into your head that you said and it's you can't explain it it just did and if you would have had a chance not to say it you would have but you didn't so it's not your fault and <laughs> one day we're that. gonna get and someone right in and go so i killed my brother yesterday but thank you nikki i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even think twice about it i don't I'm, I'm going on with my day and i'm skipping <laughs> don't let murdering your brother get you down you know, there's so many more important things in life. And guess what? You murdering your brother is going to lead to a world of possibilities that wouldn't have happened without <laughs> killing your brother. Like fucking his wife. Just think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and please do not kill anyone. That is not, I'm not condoning that on the show. We are just joking. Um, I did like what she said about the uh, celebrity encounters. Please, I always say go up to, uh, if you see a celebrity that you appreciate, just do a drive-by compliment. If you want to get a picture, have your phone already ready. The cr camera open and ready to go <laughs> on selfie mode. Quick. Boom. Done. Um, don't look at it and go. It's blurry. Just take your blurry shot and get the hell out of there. Um, I will, though, always retake a photo. But don't you think ask, most of the time ask, I would ask first, though, even yes. Ask. Oh, yes. Ask first and go. Oh, can we take a photo? But have it already ready. Yes. And then don't get sad if they say no. And um, yeah, let people know that you I, I would have loved to hear uh, to have you tap me on the shoulder and, and say, are you Nikki Glazer? And then I go, no. No, uh, I'm singing at this Actually, Nikki Glazer is Nikki Glazer, and she's right here. Yeah, Whoa. I would have loved that. 
Yeah, I talk to myself. That's when I refer to myself in third person. Yeah, Nikki Glaser. Uh, Nikki Glaser. Jerry likes yeah. Nikki Glaser. That's what I said before. Jenny. Emily. This is a voice memo from Emily. <laughs> Hi, guys. I was just listening <laughs> to on. Top One, Bottom One, Worst Thing Your Dad Ever Said To You, and Nikki's was about how her dad commented on her new boobs oh. uh, as a teenager, and my dad said Looks something like very boob- similar to me, there. unfortunately. He also calls me babe. He said, I got yes. in the car and I had shorts on and like he picked me up from soccer practice and said, wow, mm. your legs are getting pretty hairy there, babe. And that's a real thing that happened to me. Mm. So I should have defended you earlier with the babe thing. But here I am now saying that my dad also calls me babe. Okay, thanks. Hair, your the hair on your leg, you're getting, your ha- legs are getting hairy, babe. Um... I will say that I don't know that this is as bad as you're getting some boobs because he hair on legs is not like sexualized, but it is a comment on your body and you don't want to hear it followed by a babe from your dad. No, no, no. We just don't don't dance. Don't comment on our bodies. It's just not. Yeah, it's not good. But I love that someone else is getting babed out there by their dad. I hope my dad never stops calling me babe. That doesn't make me cringe. Um, I guess a cringy, it's like, a little cringy. God because, damn, when I walk in yeah, the room, it's like, yeah, dad, yeah. gross. <laughs> he literally was like, hubba, hubba, the other day. And Did everyone noticed, I go, dad, no. He goes, what's wrong? And I go, you don't say hubba, hubba to your daughter. You just don't. <laughs> he didn't say hubba, hubba, but it was something just as bad. <sighs> it was just like, damn. His fat ass, bitch. His like tongue fell out of his mouth yeah, and then rolled yeah, on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that's so funny. I get what the leg hair thing hurts because like it then associates. Are you learning how to be a dad from this, Andrew? Yeah, I am a little bit. But the leg hair thing then makes her think leg hair is unattractive and that it makes her gross in a way. Like that's how mm-hmm. I think she probably internalized that. So. But. Yeah. She, oh, you're not. You're right. You know what? It is a comment about sexuality. I don't mean to dismiss that because you're right. Saying to your daughter, your legs are getting hairy is saying like you should fix that. So your legs look more sexually attractive <laughs> and and to my liking or your get dad higher shin guard. leg. Yeah. <laughs> get longer socks or shave your legs, babe, because you're grossing me out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can we do another one for final thought? Sure. Okay, here, here's a quick one. Hey, besties. Day one listener over here. This hey, is Kirstie. not my first message I've left you. Yes! Um, I just had to say, the episode about popping out hard was hands down my favorite episode thus far. Yes! I just love the way you guys kept uh, throwing the term poppy into the conversation. <laughs> and when Noah said her dad was an emotional poppy, I... That was so fun. I can't, we can't forget to use Poppy as an adjective to describe someone who's stupid because Poppy is my uh, baby niece. And I, uh, it it all came from the fact that I was, yeah, saying that Poppy's dumb because she's a baby. So when you're dumb, you're Poppy. Um, And she's going to appreciate that someday. Uh, I can't wait to see those little rascals, actually. Thank you, Kirsty, for your message. I really like your name, too. Kirsty is a great name. I guess Kirsty Alley is the only other Kirsty you really know about. 
Well, you have a friend, Kirsten, which is close. Your best friend. Yeah, but I've never called her Kirsty. I've never thought of her as a Kirsty. Um, <laughs> what are you doing this weekend, Andrew? I mean, I'm excited to see you. I'm, I'm guessing that I won't see you for a few days. I'm excited to have the place to myself because you're going to go over to your girlfriend's uh, probably tonight, yeah. tomorrow, the next night, and uh, and I'm going to get to jam out alone, and that means masturbate. <laughs> I'm going to uh, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the place to myself and and really. Uh, I, I like when you stay out. You don't you don't often have your lady over anymore. Well, yeah, no. We I don't say because it's you, Nikki. You make it weird for us. I know that's what you were just saying there. Was I right? Not completely, but not completely wrong uh, either. Why? Wait. Why do I make you feel uncomfortable? You've, you you verbalized it. What do you mean? You don't even remember when you verbalize things. Sometimes I think. Okay, what did I verbalize? You what go, does that, that mean, bitch verbalize? better not come over again or I'll stab her. Do you, I don't think you understand what verbalize means. I literally told you I don't want you to you have said, her you over. Said, you said to me one time when we were having a discussion that uh, you never go over there. She always comes over here. That's what you said. I did say that, but which was the case. <laughs> so and now I'm not you crazy. Flipped it, no, no, no. <laughs> but that's just a point I made that it's why I was just wondering why you don't go over there. Is it like not a good situation? And then you started going over there and I'm like, oh, great. He always goes over there. So I'm like, I guess it's not so bad. I don't mind if you I, I've never told you not to bring her over. But I do enjoy I even told Brenna, I go, I I haven't seen you in a while. When last time I saw her at that party, I go, I haven't seen you in a while. Um, I go, I love having the place to myself. I'm not going to lie. Like I do. I love when you guys aren't there because then it's not, <laughs> but I'm not crazy to have these thoughts. Yeah, but I, I'm not, I, I didn't say you can't have her over there. I would always prefer you not to because who wants to have a couple having sex in the next room when you feel weird because I, I don't want you guys to have to like be like having to be quiet and I don't also don't want to not use the living room or have to have the TV on super loud like you know when you, there's a couple that's like kind of like giggling and like sneaking like like you have to go out to the kitchen to like grab something and you have to like put on boxers and I know you like probably just it's just it's awkward but it doesn't it's it's, it's not like I don't I, I, I've, I've never told you not to do that but you just, but everything you just said leads to that conclusion. I don't care. I'm just saying. I, but I can have a preference, but it doesn't mean I don't want it. Like, I prefer you to take your shoes off before you walk in the house, but I'm not, like, uh, saying, you can never walk with shoes on. And you can, you can have her over. I'm just saying, I'm not lying and saying I prefer you not to. But that's a, I'm not saying but, that you're lying, but I'm saying the person is going to have the conclusion that you would rather the person play an away game, and that's okay. I would. Yeah, but it's also that's your my house, point. so you're allowed to be home. But yes. I would rather, like, but I'm saying I, I I'm would not rather go to a, a Middle Eastern restaurant than a sushi restaurant. But if we go get sushi, I'll be fine with it. Like, is that going to make you then go? We could never get sushi. She said she would prefer Middle Eastern. You know, it's like uh, truly that's the same analogy. Like, I don't mind. It's not like I hate when she's there. But if you're giving me, <laughs> if you're giving me the choice, I would love the place to myself. You know. But then there are I I. I what are you what are you laughing about i'm laughing about that that you're initially this conversation started with i never said that she can't that that i don't I want her over here but no, then everything you just said is preference to her not being over there so don't you see how that is uh, Noah, will you mitigate this and 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 decide who who seems <laughs> am, am i allowed to have a preference but that doesn't mean I'm i don't like when not. she's over 
I'm not saying that you're not it doesn't allowed mean to- I don't like it. I'm just saying I prefer when she's not. But that's it's like a slight preference of like having the place to myself. And it's not even slight. Like, would you rather me have a boyfriend over where I'm in my room and like not really engaging with you and not like hanging out as much? And, and that's but that's it's fine. That's what it is. Would you rather that or me go do that somewhere else where you have the place to yourself? Of course, even if I had the greatest boyfriend in the world, which Brenna, I have no, I, I like having her around. I love when she comes out and we all hang out. That is not my issue. It's the like staying in your room and feeling like when you come out, you have to like kind of like it's quick and like, oh, I hi, it's that. like awkward. It's, I'm not it's, saying, I would I'm prefer. not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I'm just saying that, that my feelings uh, because of your preferences, I take that into account, so therefore I go to her place. That's all. Yeah, but listen, you can get sushi sometime. I, I'm not gonna be mean to you. Because I don't think you would be. That. I don't think you would be. I'm not. But you act like I'm making it so. Like, well, I do it for you, Nikki. I never asked you to. I'm just saying I stated my preference, and you can do what you want. Well, if you told me that I prefer Mexican food or sushi, I would probably get sushi. And it's not. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. If I said I prefer Mexican food? My point is, is that I don't think... Oh, Noah, can you m- mediate this? Okay. This is like a regular roommate thing. I've gone through it myself. <laughs> but um, I just feel for Andrew a little bit because his girlfriend's going to move to Chicago and this just won't even be an issue in like, what, two weeks? No, I, I hope he plays away games in that way too. I hope he just <laughs> moves go all the way to, to Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Every night. Wait, is my car already here? Oh shit, they're coming in eight minutes. Fuck. Guys, oh. I gotta go. We gotta wrap this up. Guys, thank <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Noah, for figuring that out. God damn, these are like Yes, uh Noah, I gotta go. Uh and thank you, Noah. You're right. Andrew, I'm so sorry. I, no, I definitely I didn't mean made it. For it. That. I did say I, I wrote on the door no Brenna's allowed, and I'm sorry about that doormat I got. Um it sent the wrong message and uh look it's fine i gotta go you guys i'm literally gonna be late for my flight i'll see you tonight andrew or maybe i won't <laughs> see you Hopefully in chicago you got the message i'd prefer not <laughs> all right thank you for listening this week you guys uh all the swells have a great weekend yeah, and we will see you on monday This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.